Hurt takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run. He's in. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is A.J. Brown again. Another touchdown. And welcome back to the Link lineup. Uh, episode 18. So we're going to call this the... Uh, we got Jeremy Macklin. We got Jalen Rager. We got... Who we got? Who Josh we got? McCown? Ew. Wasn't he 18? I think so. But that's a that's a sad memory. I don't want to bring that one back up. Didn't he, didn't he pull his hamstring? Oh, like, fucking dude. We are talking about pull, pulled him. He tore him. Tore I'm pretty him sure he tore a hamstring. Yeah. yeah. Man, that was that was a rough playoff game. Now, now I'm thinking about it. What year was that? 2019. 2019. Right before COVID. Yep. 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 Because yep. he was where the Eagle Carson Wentz was throwing to Greg Ward and a bunch of other nobodies. Mm-hmm. Somehow we won the division. Uh, wow. Wow. What a what a blast from the past. Shout out to Josh McCown. I'm gonna double check that before we we call this one the Josh McCown episode. He was either number ten or number eighteen, one of the two. Oh, like I feel like he was number nineteen for some reason. He may have been. I may be way off. I don't think. So. I don't think it was nineteen though. Nineteen's an ugly number. He was number eighteen. Congratulations. Dang. <clears throat> what a uh, wild thing for me to remember. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I forgot he played for a little bit there because <laughs> I try to. I just remember the the sadness that. Came over me whenever, you know, Carson Wentz finally got his opportunity, and uh, he uh, got torpedoed by Jadavion Clowney. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sad. Uh, the number eighteen just brought a thought to my head. I don't think I've ever seen a defensive player on the Eagles wear number eighteen. Well, I mean, they weren't they couldn't wear it till like a couple years ago, so. But uh, just some notable 18s. I don't know why we're on this topic still, but notable 18s. My personal favorite for a long time, or not even for a long time, for a moment in time was Dante Stallworth because I thought he's going to do great things for us back in the day. Then we got Doriel Green Beckham. Do you remember him? I was pumped for him. I was, I was pumped. <laughs> uh, of course, Jeremy Macklin. Uh, Shelton Gibson. Yeah, West Virginia. Yeah, I thought he's gonna be good, and he uh, kind of fizzled out. I don't even think he really played. Yeah, but he had speed. That's what we needed, and he never got to got to do it. Remember, uh, what's his name? Hightower. Dante. Uh, John. Hightower? No. John. Dante? Who's Dante? Played linebacker for the Patriots for the longest no, time. No, 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 no. We had it. We had a. We had yeah. a wide receiver. Name John. Yeah. John. Oh, oh, Dante has a linebacker. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but uh. Sorry, random random thought. And then uh yeah, that's pretty much eighteen so I can think of. Uh the Royal Green Beckham, man. That was a that was a time in my life. That was a dark time. Yeah. There was nothing good that came out of that time. He he was going to be great, man. If he if he would have got his act together, he could have been great. He had every he had everything given to him. Height, weight, speed. He just couldn't get his act together. Did you know I'm pretty sure he's ranked as like on 24-7 sports, he's like the number one recruit of all time coming out of the state of Missouri. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't watch college football, but I remember hearing his name and stuff. Because he played for Missouri. Played, did he go to Oklahoma? 
Missouri. I know, I know. He went to he went to Missouri, but I thought he came. I thought he got kicked out of school or something. I don't know. No. All right. Interesting. 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 All right. Welcome. Welcome back to the Link Lineup. Uh, yeah, episode eighteen. We'll call it the Britton Covey episode because I didn't mention him. Um, shout out to Britton Covey for returning punts. Um, you know what I forgot to talk about the last episode? I know you weren't here, but I didn't talk about the Julio Jones signing. I talked about uh old Josiah Scott. But I didn't talk about Julio Jones because it just slipped my brain. And uh, I was mad about Josiah Scott being brought back to the team. Um, So real quick, let's talk about it. Uh, If this was five years ago, six years ago, I'd be losing my my shit right now. I would. I would. Uh, But it's five years now. And I'm still kind of excited just to see what he has left. Um, Yeah, that's that's how I felt. Um. Because, like, if you look back at, like, when he was on the Bucks, like, some of – because he's – trying to think how I can word this. He's he's actually probably still more serviceable than what Quez is at this point because, I don't know. Um, he's still a big-body receiver. I mean – He's huge. No ma- Did you see that picture uh, with him next to Alameda? Yeah. He's, he looks like a defensive end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I think, uh, well, for one, as a receiver, uh, as the years go on, yeah, you can lose, you can lose your legs a little bit, lose your speed. Uh, but one thing you'll never lose is your size over people. So um, that can make him. He can be a. I think he could. He could be a good red zone target. Uh, a good one possession fact. receiver. Fun fact, I listened to – I forgot who I listened to today, but he's never been a red zone receiver. He, like – he always comes short with uh, – comes up short when it comes to touchdowns. Famously for the Eagles fans, uh, the 20 – 2018, technically, uh, the original round against the Falcons where he came up just a little small, that that big moment. But he, he's not he's not a big red zone guy throughout his career. I mean, you would think he would be because he's huge. But he's not. That's okay. He can, he can be that here. We can make it happen. Yeah. But I think I think he'll get plugged in right away. I think we'll see him uh, play against the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, what's your, what's your like boldest prediction that you could have for him? Well, I tweeted out today. I think he's going to have. I don't know what I said, but he's going he's going to make a huge impact. Uh, I do think that somehow, some way, I feel like he's going to because like. He's he's like on the same like like the same like page as like the Dominican Sue and Livewell Joseph from last year. We have a need. He's older, big name comes in. Um, I would argue Linval Joseph made a bigger impact than Dominican Sue last year. That's just me. But um I feel like I feel like he could he could easily how many games are left? We got we're five and one eleven games, yeah. Eleven games. I think he can probably get to six hundred, seven hundred yards. Jesus, I seriously, I seriously think he'll do. He'll do. He'll do good, and I, good I feel grief. like I feel like he'll have so many more opportunities, though. Just like because he's going to be the third option. Yeah. See, like my crazy fucking stat line was going to be like five forty, and like the biggest thing is he's going to have like six touchdowns. I think he can get ten. <laughs> Bro, you're crazy. <laughs> but I'm not. I think I think I think he'll have like a five hundred, six hundred yard year. Um, I think that can. It could easily be possible. Um, 
Because I feel like they don't want to play Quest, and I feel like they don't want to play Alameda Sakaeus for whatever reason. Because I feel like, well, I feel like he's done decent in the times of that he uh, he's been out there. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of plays his number just isn't called, where I feel like Julio might have his number called quite a bit. And yeah. and then bold prediction, not a, not really bold prediction, but here's a prediction: whenever you see number eighty try try out there for the first time, just know that that first. That first play is going to be a play designed specifically for him against the ball. Fucking um, bubble screen to Julio Jones. <laughs> or a jet sweep, which he ran quite a bit uh, with the Bucks. I think it was like five attempts for 45 yards. That's, that's nine yards a pop. Yeah, it's pretty good average. Am I math? Am I math wrong? No, it's nine yards. I did good. Um, but I think I think he's a great addition. Obviously, at the safety department is where we're going to make our biggest splash, and I feel like it's going to come soon. I feel like it could come as soon as, uh, like, Monday or Tuesday next week. I just I feel like something's got to happen. Um, yeah, in which can... I feel like that I I think I think they know that too. Uh, but what's kind of I don't know. I'm not gonna say it scares me right now, but it's kind of like not concerning, but it's almost curious on what they're doing. They're just dropping fucking. They're just dropping people from practice squads and just picking up more people and elevating them to the active roster for a couple of games. It's like how he's throwing mud at the wall and just seeing what sticks. Right. Which is kind of – I feel like <clears throat> there's times where I feel like Howie might try to outsmart himself. Like, because he tries to look at the bigger picture of everything and, like, what's going to lead down the road. Say you trade for a guy and you're not able to resign him, kind of like the Chauncey situation. But say you trade for, like, a Justin Simmons, who's, in my opinion, better than Chauncey. He's probably – Justin's probably top five. It's top five, top ten in there, in that range, in the league. Uh, say you can't re-sign him, and then you gave up a lot of capital for it. Uh, what's that going to get you? You know what I mean? But I don't know. It, I feel like he kind of tries to outsmart himself. But in my opinion, dump whatever you can into somebody because it's it's not look great, man. I don't want to see Terrell Edmonds on football field anymore. Yeah, he's uh one of his biggest knocks is he has like no makeup speed whatsoever. If somebody gets by him, there's no point even chasing after him because he just doesn't have the speed to get there. And um, you know, looking forward to this week. You know, Sidney Brown's going to have his first start. That's exciting. That's a little exciting because uh, he's going to, in my opinion, my my bold prediction, he's going to either cause a fumble or he's going to uh, he's going to get an interception just because he plays aggressive. On the flip side, he's also going to give up something big. This, yeah, this is going to happen. But uh, we have to make something happen. I don't know what it is. I mean, Justin Evans isn't the answer. Uh, Terrell Edmonds isn't the answer. Sidney Brown could be an answer. But we also don't know how long Reed Blankenship's going to be out for, um, which is sad because he got hit on a a play that – it sucks. It just sucks. He got blindsided. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Um, I'm not going to lie. Sure. Um, I'm not going to go too in-depth in this game. I just want to talk about our feelings going – like looking at this game. Making a prediction here and there about what's going to happen. Um, now, 
obviously on defense. Darius Slay's back. That's nice. James Bradbury is here still. Who's going to play the slot? It's probably going to be a combination of Josiah Scott, Eli Ricks, same rotation we've had. Um, except for Mario Goodrich won't be there because he got he got cut and then signed back to the practice squad. Um, so I'm interested to see what we do on defense because Tyreek Hill has a lot of speed. Jalen Waddle has speed. How bad do you think we get beat on defense? Do you think we get beat, or do you think we do a good job of at least, like, containing them? Well, see, <clears throat> like, my biggest – so, what – because I kind of thought about this game a little bit more in depth today, and I was thinking – so, this team that's coming in to Philly is almost putting up, like, close to, like, 500 yards a game, averaging close to – pretty sure it's over 30-something points a game. What is the best defense that you can play against this offense? And I kind of thought for a second, and then it kind of just dawned on me. Um, the best way to play this team, don't give them the fucking football. Uh, just abs- just win the time of possession game. It's going to be a big thing that I could see happening against this team. That's, to me, like, that's the that's probably one of the best defense you could play against them is just win your time of possession battle. But uh what's so hard about playing defense against this team is they get the two gets the ball out really quick, like insanely fast. So that takes away it <clears throat> it basically hinders your edge rushers. I don't think they'll The secondary is going to be the factor to this and not not for the standpoint of taking away the big plays and taking away Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. It's just making it hard, making it – making – I'm trying to think. Make Tua stand in the pocket a lot longer than he wants to. That's just long enough for your defensive line to get there, to get home. Um, whether that be – whether that be playing man, which I terrifies the shit out of me against this team, but um, two is a good enough player to where he could slice up his own. You know what I mean? Like, because I don't think two is a just kind of an average quarterback. I think he gets a lot of shit for some of his like for his arm because he's left-handed and it looks like almost or unorthodox and like not it it looks it looks funky, but. I think two is actually I think two is a pretty good quarterback. Um so you gotta do everything in your power as a secondary to confuse him, uh make it a little tougher for reads. Um and I think the defensive tackle position is gonna be a big factor in this game. because uh, they're gonna be the ones from in a straight rush from point A to point B. Uh and I don't know. It's going to be a little hard for Josh Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick this game, I think. Yep, that's what I was going to bring up. Uh, it's going to be a Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis type game, uh, and Milton Williams. Uh, you can't allow Tua to step up in the pocket uh, because I feel like that's where he thrives at. Um, so if you can get in his face rather quickly, uh, you know, pressure is going to be the one. 
pressure will always be the thing that makes quarterbacks play like down a level. And so if you can get some big dudes running straight at you, you're going to get happy feet and you're going to miss some balls. Even if you don't get there, even, even if there's zero sacks at the end of this game, if we get pressure on Tua, we will win just because he will be scared of getting hit. And there is no quarterback out there that is tough enough to like shake it off and take hits every play. Nobody wants to get hit. So you're going to have happy feet. You're going to try to throw the ball. We saw it happen last week with, with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is one of the calmest, coolest, collective guys in the NFL. And uh, it's funny because that last play where he threw the ball to Devontae, he had no rush coming from on the right side. There's a triple team on the right side. And he just – he saw ghosts. He did. And, mm-hmm. you know, so if you can make yeah. quarterback see ghosts, build pressure that's not there, you're going to win the game. And that, so that's going to that's gonna rely on those four guys I mentioned. So and to like to like negate this whole speed thing of just the Dolphins speed as a team and the receivers and the running back position. Um, one thing that I've always heard and I've always kind of had a belief in is physicality beats speed any 10 times out of 10. Like it that's just how it is. Uh, you win in the trench in the trench battle. Um you like you were talking about, you consistently get to Tua, whether it be a sack, pressures, hurries, quarterback hits, whatever, and stopping the run, stopping Raheem Mostert. Don't let him get vertical. Uh, make him run east to west and not north south. Um, I I think he won this game by a big margin because I don't think the Dolphins have the defense at this moment to <clears throat> to keep up with our offense. With our offense even still being as kind of shaky as it is, um, this could be like a statement game um, from our offense. I believe if if our defense comes comes to play, which I think they will, because this is like pretty sure this is one. This is the second like primetime game that we've had uh, this year, and it's at home. Third. It's our first. Oh yeah, I forgot. Played the Vikings on Thursday night football. Um, it's a home game. Feel like defense will be ramped up a little bit. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good game. I I think no matter what happens, really. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and you mentioned, you know, their defense. They don't have the defense to, you know, go up against their offense. They're missing their big splash signing. It was a signing, right? Or did he get traded? And Jalen Ramsey. I think it was a trade. Um, regardless, trade. big, big, the biggest splash acquisition you could probably make. He's not playing. Uh, Xavier Howard is questionable. I think he's going to end up playing. Yeah, he's going. He's hurting though. He's definitely hurting. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, when you play, you, you play. It you yeah. It doesn't affect people as as much as you think it would. Um, Lane Johnson's playing, so. Thank God for that. I think Devontae Smith's playing too, ain't he? He's playing. I think the only people out are Reed, Blankenship, and Bradley Roby. Yeah, Bradley Roby. Uh, so, you know, it'd be, it'd be, I think it's going to be a fun game. And this is going to be a, this is definitely a spoiler. 
uh, for the picks that we're making later on. I got to ask Josh for his his prediction. Um, but if we would have won last week, um, I think this conversation between you and I would be a whole lot different. I think since we did get beat and we played pro- possibly our worst game of the year, I don't see us losing back-to-back games. I just don't see us losing back-to-back yeah. games. Uh, I don't see Jalen having terrible games back-to-back. I feel like he's going to – like the way he played last week isn't sitting right with him, and I hope it's not sitting right with him, and I hope he's eager to bounce back against a Dolphins defense that isn't, you know, the greatest. Um, so it could it could very well be a shootout. Yeah. And, you know, I'm hoping Devontae Smith is also looking forward to having a bounce back game because he needs it. Um, and then Brian Johnson himself, which is weird because Brian Johnson had a heck of like a first half. Um, yeah. And, then, and like they were, they were throwing like these, these fun formations with like Boston Scott, um, DeAndre Swift on the field at the same time, come on the backfield. You had, you had Devontae Smith as a running back lining up against a, a linebacker. Um, so like he had these fun, uh, like formations, but it, it seemed like once Lane went out, they just threw everything out the window. Yeah, again, and also, went to crap. And also, they didn't, they didn't give Jack Driscoll any help. Um, which I think a full week of practice will do Jack Driscoll some good. Um, being kind of thrown in the fire like that. Is something that nobody ever wants for a backup offensive lineman, especially at such a key position on the line. Um, which I don't know I, if if he had to play this week, I'd I'd have a little bit more confidence in him if he since he had like a full week of practice. I'd assume they he he's had a more ramped up week than he has so far in the year, but. Um, Thank God Lane Johnson's playing. I'll say that much because it just seems every time that he is hurt, offense loses its identity and game plan just goes to shit immediately. And I will say the offensive line as a whole last week did not play great. It wasn't just Jack Driscoll. It was the entire offensive line did not play good last week. Yeah. Um Oh wow! Got the prediction pretty quick. Uh, Josh is in Puerto Rico, so dang, I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, he's in Puerto Rico for I think a bachelor thing. I think oh, that's maybe. Cool. Yeah, my bachelor thing won't be like that. We're going, we're going to the strip club. This dope. <laughs> we're not going to strip club. Uh, but uh, last thing I'll say about Jack Driscoll because I don't want to talk too much about uh, backup lineman is I don't like him as our as a backup like the first guy off the bench. I definitely think you could throw somebody else in there, but it's probably Tyler Steen is the only answer, or just move Jordan Mylotta over, which I know they don't want to do that. I know they just want to plug in one person and not switch up the whole line. But I feel like if Lane gets hurt again, you can't throw Jagger Squad out there. You got you got to throw Fred Johnson or Tyler Steen out there because I think Jack Driscoll is the worst lineman we have. Really, I think so. He he is he's fallen off since that 2021 year where he had to start a couple games. Um, once Lane went out. Well, see, I remember him playing against the second in the second Dallas game last year. Uh, Lane went out for a couple of series or something. A couple. Yeah, but we gave like him, we gave him help though. We 
uh, Shane Shane gave him help. He he called chips, double teams. Whereas I feel like we didn't do anything. It was yeah. like every play, left him on an island. <laughs> it was like every play you saw you saw the the end just having a, a field day over there. Um, and then my favorite play of that that day was on the Boston Scott end zone or red zone run, uh, where he just completely. He like puts his head down like whips completely, and <laughs> it was it ended up being like a loss of three or four. Uh, but thank God Lane's back. Thank God Lane. Um, so, uh, you know I'm excited. Like I said, for Julio, I'm excited for Jalen to bounce back. I'm excited for Devontae to bounce back. I'm excited to see if AJ can get another 125 yard game. Uh, I'm excited that it's Sunday night football. I, I feel like I've not watched a lot of Sunday night football games this year so far. I'm I'm not excited about it because I have to work on Monday. <laughs> I, I usually don't work on Mondays, but I have to work on this Monday. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I'll, I'll, let's be honest. Night games are are a lot more fun. Uh, yeah. They are uh, just because you know everybody's watching. Even even like the late four twenty five game or three twenty five where you're at. Um, is is fun. The lights the lights come on and you know that's like the game of the week. The afternoon window either napping or you woke up from your nap and watching this game. Um yeah. I'm excited though. Uh I think as the week progressed and like I said in the review show is like we I've had time to digest it and kind of be like, all right, we lost. It's not the end of the world. People some people are still in the in the world phase. They're like, we suck. We're like, mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, uh, I actually have a question for you. So obviously the, the big topic conversation around, uh, you know, the Eagles is their next, what, seven games, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, we'll call it eight, eight, yeah, eight games where we play the Dolphins, Commanders, Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks. I had two questions. One, do you think that is like... Maybe this isn't the right word, but like an overrated topic where people are making too big of a deal out of it. Um, and then two, what do you think our record ends up being? After? Out of those, out of those eight games. Um, so, so what are you asking about the like the overrated topic? So, like, do you, do you think that people are blowing it out of proportion? They're like, oh, like the next stretch of games. Yeah. Me personally, no. Uh, out of all the schedules I've seen, I think I'm pretty sure this is the hardest, like, stretch of anybody's schedule, like, in the league. Uh, basing it teams over over 500, I guess, or with winning records. So, let's run through them real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, yeah, eight. So, this – Sunday, I think that's a win. Uh, alert. Yeah. Uh, Commanders, I think that's a win. First Cowboys game, pretty sure I'm, I'm thinking back to my preseason. You, you, can, you can just say we split if you want to say that. Okay, yeah. With the Cowboys, we split. Cowboys, we split. Fuck it. I'll say it. We win this first, the first Cowboys matchup. So that's what three in a row. Uh, Chiefs game. I don't believe in the Chiefs at all this year for some reason. They something's going on with that offense, and I don't think it looks that great. Um, 
I think that's a win. That Bills game is what scares me. But I think we won that game. 49ers game, We, I think we win. Damn, did you guys win the whole thing? Well, no, 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 no. That well, actually, let me backtrack. Let you guys, backtrack. you said, me, no, you said, you said it's it's hard, and you you don't think it's overrated, but you're like win, win, fucking win, win, I, fuck them, okay. win, win, win. <laughs> no, well, let me backtrack here because I'm trying to play scenarios in my head. I honestly think we can win all these games. Like there, there to me, there's not a game that stands out here that like there's no shot of us winning. Uh, the Bills game is the one that's kind of standing out to me. For some reason, I think we play like shit that game. Yeah, let me backtrack. I said we win that game, but I think we may drop that one. And it pisses us off for the next game, which is the 49ers game. And so help me God, if we go all the way to Philadelphia and we just get our ass stomped that game, I probably won't be going back for a couple of years. So I'm going to count that game as a win. I hope we beat the shit out of that team. I can't stand that team. Uh, dropped the one to the Cowboys, and I honestly think we dropped the one to the Seahawks. It's in Seattle, so of course we'll yeah. But here's the best part: after after that eight games, we have the Giants, Cardinals, Giants. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, which watches watches lose all three games right there. Uh, I'd be sick in my stomach. Um, <laughs> but like you, so here's the thing: here's the thing, and if you are an Eagles fan, which I think you are, if you're listening to this, listen closely. The, the Eagles are. One of the bet like one of the better teams in the NFL. They're probably top three, right? At least top three. And if you if you are not optimistic, probably we can say top five. We can just say top five, and that can be the sheer. They're problem. they're not less than five. They're, I, they're not. They're, they're not. <laughs> um, you're probably playing the other four teams in the top five, right? Well, maybe Dolphins, Chiefs, 49ers, Eagles. You can maybe throw the Bills in there if you want to, but. Um, like it's this is gonna be a fun time. This is gonna be a fun time to kind of see where the what the Eagles are made of. You're gonna learn a lot about this team. They're gonna learn about themselves. They're not like I said last episode. They're not gonna lose all eight of these games. No possible shot they will lose all eight of these games. Um, now is if somehow that happens, a lot of people need to be fired because these are all very very winnable games for this for this team. Yeah, um, so I think we beat the Commanders. I think we beat the Commanders, uh, you know, without, like, much doubt. Substantially. <laughs> I think I think this game is a lot different than the last game. Um, and I hope so, because I'll be at that game. And so, you know, for my sake, I hope we win. But we won by a lot. I can't deal with another, another close game. The Dolphins, so, like, I feel like we split the Bills-Chiefs. I feel like... Really? Well, like, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like we yeah. we won one of those, lose one of those, one of those. If we beat both of them, I'm happy. If we beat one of them, I'm happy. If we lose both of them, sad. Uh, <laughs> I do think we which, beat the out of those two games. What you think is the easier one? The Bills. Really? Yeah. I I'd, I'd go the other direction. I think the Bills because they can either be the best team in the world or they can be the worst team in the world. Yeah. And I think they, I think you can see that. I think you're basing that off of like the shoulders of Josh Allen, because <laughs> that team riding dies on what Josh Allen does. I think but, he, he, I think the thing that they have going against them is he likes to hold the ball, and that could be a defensive line type game. Yeah. Um, see, that, that's the thing. I don't know. With like 
to, for me, it's the Chiefs because, for one, I still think their weapons are very questionable. Um, Patrick Mahomes has kind of looked a little wonky this year. I don't know what it is with him. Um, that Jets game, I I think the Jets got fucked. You can call it how you want. Uh, I think they got screwed. To me, I think the Jets were the better team on the field that night. Uh, and as big as, like, Arrowhead gets, like, this super hype of being, like, a tough place to play, if it's such a tough place to pay, uh, like, play, why is it, like, almost every close game that's in the playoffs that's played in Arrowhead or every playoff game that's played in Arrowhead is such a close game? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just thinking back of, like, the last three years, some of the games that they've played there. Both Bills games that they've played there have been really close games. The Cincinnati one last year was a really close game. You know, like every – it almost seems like every Chargers game that's played there is a very close game. Um, the Lions, week one, walked in there and won a game. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it as like this crazy – like crazy, crazy hard place to play. And plus, Eagles Eagles fans travel really well. So they do, they definitely do. Um, but like, I can see us going five and three in the stretch, or six and two. Um, five and three would probably be the worst um, case scenario for me, because I feel like I feel like the games we lose are going to be one of going to be the Cowboys, just because we always split. Yeah. It makes sense to split. Um, we lose one between the Bills and the Chiefs. I'm not I'm not going to say we lose the 49ers because if we lose the 49ers, I will. I will be there will be fights at, yeah. that, at that game and uh, I can't take a loss there. Though. Which what's your what's gonna be your mindset if somehow this team goes fucking eight and zero on this stretch? <laughs> I will have no doubt in my mind though. We're we're gonna win it all. I will have no doubt in my mind. Uh, none at all. Uh you can't tell me nothing at that point. Um just absolutely dog walking every fucking decent team in the league. I wish, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens for sure. Um but like I think I think it's I think it's blown out of proportion just because I feel like people forget that the Eagles are a good team. Um, yeah, you like to hate on your team the most because you watch them, but yeah. you watch any other any other team, uh, you they'll have like their weak points. Um, like and I'll just run by this real quick: Dolphins, their defense isn't great, and then they also lead the, the league in fumbles. Um, Commanders, yeah. somehow, uh, Cowboys, Daniel Dak- Forbes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Cowboys, Dak Prescott, and Mike McCarthy's the worst head coach in the league, right? Uh, then we got the Chiefs. The wide receivers are awful. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Bills, Josh Allen can be greatest of all time, or he can be, um, I would say Zach Wilson, but Zach Wilson owns the Eagles. Um, so, no. uh, 49ers, Brock Purdy, uh, he played bad uh, last week, and I feel like once – he, well, he didn't really play against Eagles last last year, so I feel yeah. like if he gets pressure in his face, he won't play good. Yeah. Uh, you see what kind of player he is when he loses Trent Williams, Christian McCaffrey, and like Devo Samuel. Yeah, um, and the Seahawks. I don't think it's a good team, but we can't ever win in Seattle. Uh, so, uh, but last thing about this game, this game coming up against the Dolphins, uh, the Kelly Greens are back. Uh, that itself is. Enough to get me fired up if I was going. Uh, fired up just to see it on television. Uh, seeing the pictures of them wearing the helmets and like the and practice and 
the helmets hanging up in the locker rooms. Wow, they're beautiful. They're so beautiful. And I tell myself every time that I'm not going to go up to to the pro shop and buy me a a Kelly Green jersey. But I I know as soon as I lay my eyes on one, I might get two or three of them. (laughs) Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I might. uh, Never mind. I'm not going to say I just want to say because that's that's bad. But um, (laughs) but yeah, I'm going to see him. I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta have it. Um, now the, the debate until then is what player I get. Um, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when the time comes. Um, so let's uh let's wrap this up, make our predictions, and uh, have a wonderful weekend. Uh, let's see. Josh sent me his uh his predictions. You ready for it? Yep. Thirty-one twenty-seven Eagles. Now, uh, I don't know if, why. You know crazy? That sounds that sounds like the most fitting score to this game for some reason. I don't. I think I got I got a prediction, but you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh you can go first. All right. Ready for it? Yeah. 38 to 7 Eagles. <laughs> Bro, what? No, this, it, it I was gonna say, there's no way we hold this offense to seven points. I, I think there's I think there's a possibility. Um, there's always a possibility. Um, but if I had to actually guess, if you don't want me to be like absolutely for real, I think it could be like a 31 21 game. Um, I hope it's a 31 21 game, but I, I've been wrong all, all year long. So, but I'm gonna say 31 21 Eagles. I feel like uh, Eagles might start off slow, but we pick it up in. Probably the second quarter, and the defense just kind of plays their ass off. Um, and that's my prediction. Yeah, I like it. Um, since the Eagles have not – they've only beaten a team by double digits one time this year, or yeah, one, I'm pretty sure it's once or twice. Yeah. Not once, ain't it? Yeah. I think it's the Bucks, right? Yeah. So, I'm going to stay on that trend. <laughs> 30, 37, 30, Eagles. All right. And before we wrap it up, give me your bold prediction stat-wise for any player, anybody else, just anybody uh, on the team, just pick. give me a one bold prediction. Julio Jones, 65 yards, two touchdowns. I don't know why that's standing out to me. I don't know why that either. But uh, I already said earlier, Sidney Brown's going to get a pick. Maybe even a pick six. Maybe even a pick six. I think he's fast enough yeah, to get a pick six. I hope so. Ty- Tyreek Hill hawks his ass down. Uh, Tyreek's a, a little child, dude. He's not going to attack on anybody. He can, okay, he can, you're crazy. Bro, Tyreek's, Tyreek's a little swole, dude. Let's give yeah, the man the some only, credit. The only thing he beats up is kids. So, like, <laughs> like, come on. Come on. You think, you think, you think he's going to chase him down and then do something once he gets there? No. No, he doesn't. It's time to go, dude. <laughs> Close this down. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, thank you for watching. If you made it this far, thank you. Uh, if you're listening on those streaming services, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Google, wherever you listen to us at, give us a rating, leave a comment. Uh, tell us some things you like about the show. Tell us some things you hate about the show. Actually, just keep that one to yourself. Um, if you're uh, watching us on YouTube, How's it going? Uh, leave a like, a comment, subscribe, share with a friend. 
And um, yeah, until uh, until next time. Go birds. Go birds. <laughs>